Um, remember how I told you that my mom didn't want me to use the space heater when I'm down here? <laughs> is there, are you yeah. on fire right now? I'm using it, but I just got like a slight whiff of fire <laughs> or oh. like of something burning. Good. You know? Great. So, That's yeah. It's not a problem at all. No, I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure that it's, yeah, no, it's, we're fine. It's fine. <laughs> Great. Uh, so what's up? <laughs> Nothing. What's up with you? Oh, not much. We have a guest on the podcast today. Oh yeah, who's that? This my here. It's Sawyer. Here, I'll I'll show you. Oh no. Oh no. What does that say? Home sweet home. It's uh that is my teddy bear that I got for donating to Habitat for Humanity. Oh, that's very nice. And I need comforts when I have a headache or I feel sick, and so Sawyer's with me right now. Oh, that's very nice. Yeah, you were wondering what weird thing I was gonna pull out. So pure. I know. Stuffed in some way. I don't have any inappropriately stuffed things. Except maybe my I, burrito was, like, inappropriately I, stuffed earlier. I didn't Wink. say that anything was inappropriately <laughs> stuffed. I just said that I knew whatever thing you had to show me was going to be stuffed. That's, That's true. I'm just saying that I know who you are as a person. That's true. That's nice. And you like me anyways. Well, <laughs> I think. I mean, I have. I still sleep with my baby blanket. Like, we're fine here. Everything's fine. Blanky, like the like the time we're we went to see very... Cher and you weren't gonna bring Blanky and then you saw that I was had a stuffed animal, and you're like, Oh never mind, I'll bring I'll bring Blanky. Then. We're both very well adjusted thirty somethings. Everything's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's fine. It's perfectly fine. Yeah. Whatever. I just I just lowered the amount of times I'm gonna go to therapy. So like clearly <laughs> You're cured. I'm doing I'm doing great. Oh man. So what do you want to talk about today? Naked people? Speaking, speaking of needing therapy, let's talk about <laughs> <laughs> the state of the world, shall we? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Hold on. I'm going to adjust my mic so that I can, like, faint into my chair because I'm just emotionally exhausted from the state of the world. I have thought so much about the conversation that we had about all of our existential dread. Because every day my existential dread gets worse. The levels, but you, you know how I said, um, we talked about how doomsday, the doomsday clock, one tick closer. Yeah. I feel like that yeah. personally, like my doomsday yes. clock of when I go like completely yeah. sociopathic, got one tick closer. Yeah. yeah. And the, you know, you know, my doomsday clock, uh, this week has really been, uh, you know, focused on, on my uterus because, <laughs> As a woman, I just, it's like, here we go again with, this is why we can't have nice things. This is why can't society get off my uterus, you know? Yeah. Like, why can't, why, why? (laughs) I, do you know, do you know what I think is the most troublesome thing to me? Is that it doesn't seem like we can win is what like, or we like still can't do anything right. Oh, no, 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 
no, no, no. We will never. No, we they, no, no. There will always be a boot, not on my neck, on my uterus. There will always be a boot holding me down by my uterus. Yeah, it's so. What do you want? What do you? What would you like to talk about first? Would you like to talk, talk about the movie? Would you like to talk about um the naked ladies, which weren't in the movie? I, I would I love talking about naked ladies. You know why? Because ladies can be naked however and whenever they want. Because so, this is America, okay? So what we're referring to, ladies, gentlemen, and non-identifying, non-gender persons. identifying persons. Um, yes. Hello. We are talking about the Superb Owl halftime show. Which, in my humble opinion, in my humble opinion, I think was one of, if not the best halftime show in a very long time. It was very good. It was very good. I thought it was better than last year. I thought it was better than the year before that. Mm. Andy's yelling at us because we didn't tell anybody that this is the V-Spot podcast. I'm Kat. You're Danny. Let's move on. (laughs) There you go. Yeah, we're the V-Spot for (laughs) vaginas because... Yes. That's what we are today. We're not, well, we're vegan, but mostly we're vaginas. We're the vegan vagina podcast. Yeah. Yep. Anyways, moving on. That's who we are. Go ahead. Which really makes all of, most all of our episodes even more relevant because when we tangent, it usually is about women's rights stuff. And so the V really can go either way. It can be for vegan or it can be for vagina. And there you have it. (laughs) And there you have it. Yeah. Nope, absolutely. Anyway. Anyway. What was I saying? This is also our podcast and we can do whatever we want. That's right. Goodbye. That's right. That's right. And we have feelings and we're going to talk about our feelings. Um, the, The Superb Owl halftime show and how it was actually a very good show. I thought it was really good, like really good. Um, it wasn't, you know, like I, I, what was the year before last? Was it Bruno Mars? I can't um, even honestly remember. L- um, Print? La- uh, not so. This year was J Lo. Uh, last year was Adam Levine. Yeah, it was Maroon Five. Yep. And I think the year, and the year before, before that, I think it was Bruno. Yeah. No. I think it was Bruno Mars. Was at some point. Maybe that was a long time ago. I honestly don't remember. You know why Lady Gaga was Lady Gaga two years ago? Mm, maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. I remember one year with <laughs> Katy Perry and she rode on a tiger. Oh, and the sharks and the and baby sharks. The left shark. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not the baby shark. shark. Whatever. No, it was left shark. And I identify Whatever. with left shark. That's left shark. <laughs> left shark is me when they do too many crazy rhythm and coordination things in a spin class. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> If you don't instruct me, I am left shark. Oh, my goodness. I love it. Anyways. (laughs) Anyways. So this year's show was very good. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was great. I thought it was excellent. And I I mean, I already love Shakira and I already love J-Lo. So I was set up for success. But I just thought. But then they were naked and then everyone had to cover their eyes and run screaming from the room and get tissues to mop up the blood that came out of their eyes because everyone's eyes started bleeding because they saw like a woman's thigh. They didn't see any nipples. We didn't have a fucking nip slip. Like, let's all yeah. remember the time that we yeah. literally remember? saw a boob. 
Yeah. Nobody. Remember when Justin Timberlake showed us Janet Jackson's nip? Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Nobody cared about that. Yeah, we turned out yeah. fine. Yeah, and we all turned out fine. And you know what? Where were the feminists then? Where were people flipping out about about how Justin Timberlake just grabs Janet Jackson all willy nilly? Why weren't people outraged then? Yeah. You know? Yep. There's anyway. That's the or maybe they were. I was young. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> but I don't remember people. I, I don't, don't remember, remember that. that being why people were outraged. No, I remember it being like scandalous in the way of like, oh. <gasps> We saw a nipple like, oh, goodness, yeah. like, oh, that yeah. happened. That must have been embarrassing yeah. for her. Like that kind of aspect. Yeah. I don't remember people yeah. being ma- like their outfits, first of all, were beautiful. Like they were just they weren't even dazzling. That scandalous, they, though. That's what I'm saying. All you saw was a thigh. They weren't like thongs yeah. where you saw like all these like and who cares if you do see a butt? It's a butt. We all have butts. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like it like the the outrage around like the movements and the dancing and stuff is just so typical because like, you know, for Shakira, for example, that's all like that's her style. That's what Shakira has been doing since day one. Like, that's her thing. Why? You know, like why nobody I feel like nobody would have been making as much noise about it if we went back in time and it was Katy Perry or it was Lady Gaga and it was some white woman up there yep. showing her vagina to the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just I just feel like there's so much more to it aside from, oh, you know, you're setting a bad example for our young daughters and all of that. I'm sorry, Karen, but your young daughter has the Internet and she's probably seen way worse. And shouldn't you shouldn't you want her to see these powerful, talented women up there, not just shaking their ass, but actually doing like salsa movements and doing dance movements that are related to their culture and actually singing music and and being an entertainer, not just being up there and being a piece of ass. You know what I mean? Like I um, the funniest one of the funniest things I saw was um, someone like making fun of what a, a very Catholic or Christian woman would say, like, oh, no, my 13 year old son ran from the room. He had to go and lock his bedroom. He was so traumatized by seeing these two women. And everyone's like, that's not why he ran in his bedroom and locked the door. <laughs> that's not why he did that, Karen. No, Karen. <laughs> it wasn't because no. he was traumatized and he was crying. No, you're gonna have some sheets to wash in the morning yeah you sure are <laughs> it was you sure are but yeah no that's i mean that's the thing that bothers me the most is it feels like we cannot win as when and this is like woman on woman too this isn't mm-hmm. like just men this is what bothered me is seeing all the women saying you're not setting you know, an example for our daughters. And well, this isn't feminist because you're up there being a sex icon. Like you're doing this, you're showing your body. Like that's, that's sexualizing yourself. You're, you know, that's not feminist. And, and that's what hit me the most. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I think that the point of, I I really firmly believe that when people say, you know, this is a bad influence for our daughters and what have you, that it, it is because the, those are two people of color up on stage. And so what Karen means by that mm-hmm. is that she doesn't want her 1% blonde hair, blue eyed little Susie looking at that and seeing what all of the, you know, the foreigners are doing. That That's what Karen means by that. And that's disgusting, Karen. You really need to check yourself before you wreck yourself. And also what I have a problem with is is exactly what you're saying is this idea that 
that it's anti-feminist or that it is going against the Me Too movement and all of these movements that women have really been pushing these, you know, especially in the last handful of years since 2016 and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And that is just the most ridiculous thing that I've ever heard, because all all of those movements, what they mean is is not that women aren't sexualized. It's not that women aren't sexual. It's not that women can't do what they want with their bodies. It's that women don't want to be raped and just because uh, or women should not be raped just because they look a certain way or dress a certain way or do a certain thing on the stage doesn't give you cause Karen's husband Dennis to do whatever you want to that woman because of how they look that's that's what those movements mean Mm -hmm. is that women get to do whatever they want and not get raped that's what that means you know and again nobody was upset nobody was up in arms when Adam Levine's sweaty nipples were on the tv screen last year nobody was up in arms when Bruno Mars was gyrating all across the stage and that's all Bruno Mars does is gyrate and I love me some Bruno Mars but that is all he does is gyrate so (laughs) I really don't want to hear about it Karen and Dennis like get out of here get out of here and I um it's funny because I've been watching through SVU and they just had an episode of a lady who had a lot of sexual partners and oh, yeah, Olivia Benson episode. said it best. Like, why is it men can go around spreading their seed wherever they want, but the second a lady has more than one partner, she's a slut. Like, it's a bad yeah, thing. Yeah, I was... Um, I Like I was telling you, I watched the new um, Miss Americana documentary about Taylor Swift and they... Uh, which everybody should watch. It was fucking fantastic. Um, talk about a a, a wonderful, in, inspirational role model. But um, uh, they touch a lot on her history. And there's uh, there was this one scene where they show a clip from an interview from I don't I don't remember if it was the VMAs or the uh, Grammys or which award show it was, but the um, interviewer from E or whatever it was is asking her about her dress and whatnot. As as they do, they always ask women about their outfits right and she says something to Taylor along the lines of you're going to be going home with a lot more than an award tonight and Taylor was like excuse me and she was like look at the a woman is saying this to her she's like look at your legs in that dress you're definitely going to be taking someone home tonight and Taylor was like no I'm not like straight up no no I'm not and it's just like what in the world and they really go into like the reputation that the world gave her uh, because she had you know so many public relationships and how come you know when John Mayer is out there doing it nobody bats an eye how come when Adam Levine before he was married was out there doing it and you know all these men get to do whatever they want but Taylor Swift has a few boyfriends as somebody in their 20s does and she's a huge slut and she's going to be going home with somebody tonight you know like what the actual fuck? <laughs> like, what the actual fuck? I think that is where there's something else that I was saying that it's like we're supposed to stand together. Like women are women on women. Like when they attack oh, yeah. each other is is worse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it's worse. Yeah. And I feel like that's happening like you're seeing that more now and I don't know if it's coming because almost like we talk about the evangelical vegans are people becoming weird evangelical feminists where they're like yeah I don't want this happening because that's not feminist but you're like no no now you're skewing the idea of what a feminist is feminist is about choice and like being proud and being independent and being whatever whomever you want to be yes 
being a feminist literally means that you think men and women yeah. have have the same rights. And so then you really need to ask yourself if what you're judging your fellow woman for, you would be judging a man for. Because if the answer is no, then it's not you're not being a feminist because that literally means that you believe and agree that we deserve the same rights. And so you really need to like look in the mirror, I think, and have a little bit of an inner dialogue and decide whether or not you you as a person are making good feminist choices because that doesn't sound very feminist to me. Yeah. No, I agree. And um, I mean, with the movie that we saw, mm-hmm. that was... I, I think more people need to see and listen to Joe talk. I know. Because when she was saying, like, why, why is it we have to be... You know, this X, Y, Z, why does it have to be? We have to be a wife. We have to be a mother. Mm-hmm. We have to be this. And mm-hmm. I what I don't understand is what year exactly was Little Women taking place or what span of years? I know it was Civil uh, War, but. Yeah, it's like the, I don't know. Let me see if I can find out for you. I know it was Andy Goes Civil War. I know it was that time yeah. period, but like. Um. You know, why so many years later are we still fighting that same goddamn fight? I mean, we're going to be fighting that fight and like seriously until the, you know, the end of time. So like there will five never years be... from now because the world's probably going to be on fire. Right, 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 right. There, I just feel like there will never be a time when um, we won't be fighting that fight. Um, so Little Women was written in 1868. Um, uh, but it, mm, yeah, it just says it was written by, in 1868, but it doesn't necessarily say, like, when it takes place. But yeah, you know, just during the Civil War, I guess. Yeah. Which would be 1861, 1860, like early 1860s. So, whatever. Yeah. But anyway. But anyway. What um did you what did you like when you were a kid? Cuz like you said you you said and were my obviously my god, you had an emotional reaction <laughs> so many to the feelings. movie. Um but Well, you know, it's it's so funny because I now I do kind of want to like dig out my book and reread it because obviously as a kid, I didn't necessarily pick up on that's what I was gonna ask you on these things I mean I read it for the first time when I was pretty young like I but because I was going to St. Anthony's at the time and I used to get it out from the library all the time and so that would have been like fourth or fifth grade and then I read it again in high school um and I haven't read I haven't read it since then um so I'm kind of thinking maybe I will because even though like you know it, it Seeing the uh, the movie from the 90s with Winona Ryder and um, Claire Danes and uh, Susan Sarandon and whatnot, I, I do remember there being like undertones of of, you know, this feminist agenda and whatnot. But I, I don't remember it being as clear and as this movie was. And so I do want to reread it because now, like looking back, I'm like, 
shit like is is like is this why I am how I am like did that book like shape me like did that book shape me in ways that I really didn't realize you know because like I I, uh, in the book though and again it's been a solid 20 years or so since I read it but in the book listeners correct me if I'm wrong she does marry that guy I I'm pretty sure I haven't read it. I read it like once and, when I was a kid. I don't remember. And in the book, he's like a lot older than her, I think. I don't remember. I'm, I think I'm going to reread it because I definitely got like a different vibe from this movie than I remember from the book. Mm. But like as a kid, it just like Little Women just it was my favorite thing. I think because of like the camaraderie between them as sisters mm-hmm. and there that definitely existed. You know, the closeness, like the the female connections. And I think that probably did shape me a lot because I've always been somebody who had like close female friends. And so I think that probably had an impact on me as a child. Um, and and just like the idea of sticking together and, and all of that. But I don't remember quite as much of the feminist side as this movie gave me. And I guess that's why like driving home, I was talking about it. And I was like, you know, it's so funny because like I relate to all of that so much as somebody who never wanted a family and never wanted to have kids and never wanted any of that and never really understood why that was so problematic. Mm-hmm. Why people look at me like I've got 12 heads when I say I don't want kids. Like if it were mm-hmm. medically sound, I would 100%. Like if somebody would let me, I would I would tie my tubes 100%. But nobody will let me because I'm 34 and people think I'll change my mind. So medicine says that I have to be childbearing able <laughs> until menopause kicks in. Which is, I actually, I think we <laughs> mentioned so that, stupid. what, last episode, two episodes ago or something, and I literally didn't know that. I didn't know that you couldn't get, oh, like, yeah. I don't understand that. Why can't? I, maybe when I get, like, a little older, the, it would be a consideration, but I remember after the 2016 election, I went to one of my lady doctor appointments because um, I wanted to talk about the, um, what do you call it? Uh the scary birth control that I never ended up getting. I think you do you have a what do you call it? I I I have the I have the Marina. Oh no, that's not what I mean. Um you, TMI folks. Um, whatever. Um I have Anyway, I, anyway. Wait, you have were you talking about the thing in your arm? The thing yes. that you put in your yeah, arm, yeah, yeah. The, the thing little... that like deteriorates your bones. <laughs> yeah, cuz I don't <laughs> I don't have the one um I don't know if that's technically the same thing, but I don't have the thing in my arm that you could like walk up and feel on someone. I have the one that's actually like, <gasps> yeah, in, <sighs> yeah. Um, but anyway, she like went over all of my options with yeah. me because after the 2016 election, we were all really scared we were going to lose our birth control and that the Republicans were going to take away all of our rights. Still scared. So, <laughs> still scared. <laughs> the hands made tales coming. Um, so I. I, I like asked, you know, somewhat in jest, but also somewhat seriously, like, you know, what what are you know, what is available to me in terms of like a permanent solution? Like, am I too young to have my tubes tied? And and my doctor was like, yeah, that's not an option. Like, we, nobody's going to do that for you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm, OK. <laughs> OK, so. Yeah. I mean, maybe as you like creep closer to 40, it would be something that would be more of an option. But I just. I guess I'd love to know what the law said. Like, does the law literally say that a woman cannot, like, do that? Can like, why? I don't know. Um, I'm wondering though if I went to a place like you know, not that I'm like super eager or like really wanting to do this. Right. I was just curious about it. 
But like if I went to Planned Parenthood, I wonder if my odds would be better than at like a family practice where like they're going to be a little more conservative, I would imagine. But I don't know. Anyway. Well, anyways. So we both ha- we had like a week of like nonsense in the in the lady world, but also we saw Little Women, which is really great. That Taylor Swift documentary is so good. So like I feel both depressed and empowered simultaneously by society. You know? You know, I was saying to Christy at work today, I was like, you know, no offense <laughs> or whatever, but I feel a little shortchanged that today's youth gets Taylor Swift and I got Britney Spears. You know? Well, <laughs> my role model. See, see, I guess maybe you just weren't thinking. Cause like as you know, as a Cher fan, I always had Cher as my role model. Yeah, no, that's totally true. But that's definitely But fair. she wasn't mainstream for our age. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm a weirdo. Yeah. Like I, I liked watching yeah. the Golden Girls and listening to Cher when I was thirteen. Yeah. Most girls my age did yeah. not. It was Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera yeah. and that kind of Yeah. At least Christina Aguilera has talent. She you know? does. Like like I'm sorry, Brittany, but like you know yeah Yeah, now people have taylor swift and lady gaga i know i feel shortchanged yep yep well we also had too if you think about it we had the boy bands boy bands were a very i I think that was almost more prevalent during our time than necessarily women female singers because we had backstreet boys we had nsync we had all these different and like I can't even. 98 degrees. Yeah. And they're stupid. I had that stupid poster above my bed of them dressed as firemen. (laughs) (laughs) I'm ashamed. (laughs) Okay. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm trying to think who they have now that's a boy. Like they had. um... Oh, we had Hanson. Oh, yeah. And you know what? Hanson is, like, also talented. Yeah. Like, those boys have great voices, and they can write some good music. Like, the stuff they've done now is so much better than what they did as children. Oh, yeah. Yep. I don't know. I was trying to think if there's any boy bands now. There's one that I, I'm, but the name is escaping me that my sister I, I liked. I have no but idea. Truly anyways. no idea. I'm very out of touch. Yeah. I had to go to the store to get chips earlier because I couldn't eat my burrito with without chips which i feel like you understand Mm, i do and i forgot my phone because i like was mad that i had to go back out to the store and so i forgot my phone so i turned on the radio and Mm. i have no idea what i heard on fly 92 (laughs) i just it was something about some song when someone enjoys when someone calls her senorita oh that's camilla camilla what's her name and uh what's his face nope yeah, yeah, I know that song. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. a clue. Um, yeah, uh, uh, Camilla, what's her nope. name? She's she's got a great voice, but she doesn't. I don't love her style of music. Um, she did a song dedicated to her dad at the Grammys, and like everybody was crying. Can't think of her. Her uh, Sam Mendes. Sam Mendes. Yes, is See, the guy who sings. That you song think her, you're think. out of touch? I have no idea who these people are that you just said. <laughs> I, have, I listened to it, and you picked up on the song that I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And you're like, "Oh, it's Call me Senorita." Yeah. That yeah. song? Yeah. <laughs> uh, see, so I am equally out of touch. I'm still listening to Cher. That's because I work retail. That's true. Yeah. That's fair. I did know way more. Yeah. 
Although I'm permanently scarred from some things. Like I can tell you when a song plays, if they play it, because I've heard a couple in Spin that used to play at Forever 21 upstairs. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, huh. You start to like, you yeah. flashback. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. PTSD. People have Billie Eilish now, too, to look up to. Oh, I, love, I know. I love Billie Eilish. That's not fair at all. No. She's she's so much cooler than anybody mm-hmm. that we had at 17. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, and she's a baby. She's a baby. Yeah. She is a woke person. She's so woke. Yeah. Man. <laughs> so what else? Speaking of woke, you should tell, are you, can, do you want to explain what you're doing? You texted your woke friends today. I don't know what I'm doing. Okay. <laughs> I, um, I don't want to say anything yet because I'm trying to make something happen, okay. but I don't know if it's going to happen. Okay. So, but I want to, because so what I was thinking about doing, I want to contact like, uh, like maybe the Schenectady Public Library and like some places like that and see if they'll let me set up a table and register people to vote. And so this organization, it's it's like, you know, they don't um, encourage one party versus another. It's not supporting any candidates. It's literally just going out and educating people on how to register and why they should register to vote. That's all it is. No matter who, what you're registering as mm-hmm. or whatever, it doesn't matter. Their goal is to just get people to register to vote and then to actually vote. Um, and so I was looking at um, um, some of the stuff that I need to do or want to do to potentially eventually go back to school this morning. And I got an email because I like am signed up for um, this organization's email list. It's called When We All Vote. That's the name of the organization. And it was like a thing about a call or something like that. And I was like, huh, like I totally forgot about this. Let me look into it. And so I started looking at it and they like really map out what to do if you want to host any kind of an event that um, you're literally just tabling to encourage people to vote. And I like really want to do more stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Because, like, it's, like, it's a bummer to feel helpless, you know? Sure is. And, and uh, you know, we, uh, we got to do something here. I just, I just, uh, we got to do something, you know? I, we can't, we cannot keep on keeping on. Uh, and, you know, because I woke up this morning and I was reading all the articles about Trump being acquitted <laughs> and I just... I just like could not, you know, I do want to I do want to go ahead and, uh, you know, congratulate Mitt Romney for holding his own I, and at least doing something. I right. said that, too. <laughs> I texted Andy because I actually saw it before he did. I was like, hey, did you know that Mitt Romney is going to flip? And Andrew's like, no, I haven't seen that. And I was like, well, you know, it's not going to make a difference. We know that we know where this is headed, yeah, but right. it's nice to see. And it does show that someone could flip. <laughs> Yeah. And the uh, I think it was the Washington Post, I want to say, put up a side by side video of um, Bill Clinton's speech after he was acquitted versus Trump's speech today. Um, and like, what a difference. Like in Bill Clinton's speech, he's like so somber and, and he apologizes and says, I'm so sorry I let you down and all of that. And in Trump's, he's just like a pompous asshole, you know, like a cocky motherfucker. Pardon my language. But like. It, it's just like a world of difference. And what Clinton did is like doesn't even touch, <laughs> doesn't even, no pun intended, doesn't even touch what Trump did, you know? Yeah. It's just like, what is this world? <sighs> yeah. Um, Andy said to 
the fun fact, never has a member of the accused party voted to convict for anyone who didn't oh, know yeah, that that was yeah. the first time that happened. Yeah. 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 It's, um, I, I will be, I can, Andy would like to, uh, be part of your voting thing. Too. I just want to do what he I got, can do. He, he, his upset face. Cause he didn't get attacked. Sorry, Andy. Sorry. I'm sorry. Well, we're gonna we're gonna go out there and we're gonna woke him up. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna woke him up. Yeah, I mean, we'll do what we can because we have. That's all we can do, you know. But yeah. better than feeling totally helpless. Yeah. So, yeah. Anything else for women that you'd like to talk about uh, or say? Just, just like be good to each other. And be loud. And be loud, be loud. And don't be judgmental. Or if you're going to be judgmental, judge men and women and, again, non-binary people equally. If you're going <laughs> to if you're going to be if you're going to judge people, judge everyone equally. That's like right. if you think someone's pants are too tight, then make it a man, a woman or a non-binary person as well. Everyone. But. Yeah. Try not. Try just being nice. I saw something the other day that um, was encouraging people to, you know, if, and you see other people at the gym not to judge them because, and it's funny because I thought of like, I thought of you because one of the things they're like, the girl who's very thin at the gym and you judge her, why is she here, might be trying to gain weight. And right. there's people who are Hello. larger and maybe she's wearing really bright pants and she's wearing them because they give her confidence. Uh, and, you know, she got yeah. up and came to the gym today. So don't judge her like all these things of just trying to be a little bit better to each other and a little bit nicer and a little less judgmental. And yeah, I think that's an important thing to do to get loud and get nice mm -hmm. and get woke, get woke and get louder. If someone isn't up. nice to you, someone's a real asshole mm -hmm. to you, get in their face. Yeah, <laughs> let them hit you. Take them to court. <laughs> Take them to court. Yeah. Ugh, give me a reason. Yeah. I mean, like every time if I'm going through a crosswalk and someone like doesn't slow down and I look at the car and I go, hit me, fucking do it. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> oh, my God. I almost got hit driving home tonight. Somebody was in like the lane next to me to turn left and decided last minute that they wanted to turn right and just like pulled out in front of me. And I, I like they're very lucky I didn't hit them. <sighs> I was like, I laid on my horn and screamed, what the fuck? <laughs> but they couldn't yeah. hear me. <laughs> they never can, but it makes you feel better. <laughs> no, it did. It did make me feel yeah. better. And then the whole rest of my drive home, I was like, rrr, 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 oh, people. Rrr, rrr. Oh, no, me too. <laughs> I probably would have called Andy and been like, this thing just happened. And he would have been like, okay, yeah. are you all right? And I would have been like, yeah, but that's not the point. <laughs> right. Ridiculous. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyways, what else you got? Any any food related news? Fun fun news? Uh, food news? No, I've done nothing of interest. Um, <laughs> I've done. I've been very boring. Um, oh, I made my tuna melt with your cheese. That was fucking good. Ugh. That chickpea tuna melt with your your all star cheese. And I I like. Finished off the very last little bit of your cheddar today with some Triscuits. Good. Thank you. I actually have to go through and make some more. Very, very it good. It was really hard um, to not eat it all in one sitting. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. For sure. Yeah. 
Um, I have a thing I just saw on the interwebs that I it happened a day ago. This article went up, and so in theory, it launched today. Um, only in select stores that, of course, we in the greater New York state area will not have access to, but more locations will have it in the spring and summer. And that is Ripple's um, ice cream. Oh my God, give it Ripple's to me. ice cream debuted today. And oh. they have, let's um, see, what flavors? Vanilla, cinnamon churro, chocolate, mint chip, and cookies and cream. Oh. And they're made with their Riptine pea blend, which means it'll be higher in protein. So there you go, folks. Nice. How do vegans get their protein? Um, Amy Jones also sent me a thing about the Miyoko's oat milk butter that's coming out. Oh, yeah. Um, she sent me, it's like there's a garlic parm, oat milk butter, and just like a traditional. She sent me a thing about. Oh, give that a try. Yeah. Because Oh, um, and the um, Activia. I showed Kat today, Andy. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, when I went to get Activia. four more... We yogurts today because I also I know both of us love them. They're so fucking good. Um, Activia has non-dairy yogurts too. Who the fuck knew? Who the fuck knew? And you know what's so crazy is like all this stuff flies under the radar. Like I never heard anything about that. I never saw anything about the Wee yogurts either. It, they just appeared. Or like the Chobani milk. Like all this shit just yeah, appeared. I don't remember seeing right. like we know about the Ripple um ice cream we hear about miyoko's we hear about the vegan brands doing stuff yeah, yeah. um what was the other one i sent you that i don't know how to say it siggy's s-i-g-g-i oh yeah yeah they always have that um yeah siggy's or however you say it. they always carry that at, at starbucks that's where i always yep. see it so i'm hopeful that maybe they'll start carrying the dairy free yeah because they have a dairy free one too and that's so it's cool. it's crazy because like you said it's like they pop up and this is why I like to go to a grocery store even if I don't need something and I walk up and down the same aisles like a psychopath yeah, me too. and I look and I scan the shelves like a psychopath mm -hmm. because like today I was like, boom, Activia. Like I see something different. And I'm like, where the fuck did that come from? Yeah, absolutely. So um, it's just it's fascinating when these things just like pop up and I'm like, oh, man, I need that. Yeah. Love it. And then I like to get on it because you don't know these these things fly off the shelves. And so yeah. I'm never sure if something's going to be so popular that if I don't catch it, it'll be gone and I won't I won't find it. Like, you know, when I told you about the yogurt, so I'm like, go get some because you never know if ShopRite sells out of it and they're not going to order more. Oh, my God. So we got to up that. Demand. It's like just um, just mayo. I ran out. Andy found it. What? Two months ago, three months ago, you found Just Mayo again? Further? Okay. Let's say six months ago. He found it again. And I was like, buy a bunch of them. And we just ran out of our last one. I'm so sad. Because mm -hmm. you just never know. So stock up, especially if it has longer dates and shelf life. Shelf lives. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Because now it's gone because Just only makes their fucking egg. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm still looking for the ranch. Oh, my God. I know. Forever. I feel like I'm going to be looking for that. All right. Well, um, if you go on their product finder, it says some stores around us carry it. But they don't. Though, right? uh, not that I found. It was one of the places I was told was the um, Market 32 that's up in Clifton Park. And I have been checking. We went that day and checked. Andy and I did. And I think I've checked 
probably every other day I'll just pull into the grocery store, go to the condiment aisle, not see it, get sad and leave again. But like it makes me really mad because like technically I think what's happening is like technically that store does carry it, but they just don't currently have it. They don't keep up to date with like whether or not it's in store. It's just whether or not the store would carry it. So right makes me really sad again i look like a psychopath because i go down the condiment aisle of every store it doesn't matter where it is oh yeah no same. because and i'm waiting i'm waiting to pick up the phone because i will call you if i ever find it i won't text you that will be a phone call oh yes and then i will be buying all of it so you i will just be delivering it to you i can't wait andy's talking about adam Levy. oh i don't know what this is but it looks like a hoot. yeah can't wait. Yeah. Can't wait. Well, I guess that's all I have. Do you have anything else that you want to say? I don't have anything else. Um, I do want to plug the um, the flash tattoo event on Sunday that I think we're both attending. That uh, anybody local who listens to this podcast on Sunday, what is Sunday? Eighth. The eighth. Mm-hmm. Um. Parasol Tattoo Company up in Saratoga is doing a flash event and all the proceeds go to um, Australia and they're having um, like Death Wish Coffee will be there and a whole bunch of other vendors, including Lush. We will be there selling Charity Pot and all of the things. Um, So people should come up and check that out. Check them out on social media to see how to get an appointment for a flash if that so interests you or just come up and support some vendors and donate some money to Australia. I'll be there. And I just want to point out that that is one of the uh, best ways to get a tattoo. I've gotten several that way. Mm -hmm. You've gotten several that way. Because, like, Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. really – and these places are legit, too. You know, these tattoo places that do it, they really are giving the money, 100% of it, to other – to whatever charity they're working with. Like, you know, when we get them at Woodstock, it's always for – Gristle does it for the Animal Sanctuary. And then – this tattoo parlor is doing, um, and what's the name of it? Par- uh, Parasol, Parasol is doing it um, and giving it to to Australia. So, mm-hmm. and you just yes. happen to get a cool tattoo. And I just I saw the one you sent me of some an artist is doing native um, mushrooms and plants. It looks mm-hmm. like, and there's some yeah. koalas and some moons and some eucalyptus and flowers. Mm-hmm. So yes, so come yeah. on up. Um, all the information on how to sign up for a tattoo is on their Instagram at Parasol Tattoo, P-A-R-A-S-O-L-T-A-T-T-O-O. So check them out. Come up and support it. It's going to be a, a really big event, I think. Yeah. So. Uh, R.S. Taylor is – they must be next door. I think I know where they are in Saratoga because they must be next door yes. to R.S. Taylor. They are because he was telling me um, – so I will be set up on behalf of Lush inside the tattoo parlor because he said that the brewery is like packed full of vendors like they have no more space. So it's it's a it's a pretty big deal. And it's, I think, going to be pretty. They're giving away anyone who gets tattooed also gets a beer. Um, Mm -hmm, And I mm -hmm. think you I think you're going to have to do that in the other order. You have to get tattooed first yeah. because legally you're not supposed <laughs> yeah. to drink before you get a tattoo. Right. Um, right. But yeah, there's going to be coffee. Yes. There's Lush is going to be there. I think there's some yes. cupcake place that's going to be there. Yeah. J- uh, Johnny Cupcakes is going to be there. Um, the Inked Baker is going to be there. I don't know if the Inked Baker does anything mm-hmm. vegan. I've never been to her establishment. Um but Death Wish is going to be there, so you can get, like, super caffeinated. and Get caffeinated, um, get your tattoo, and then get a beer. Yeah. 
yeah. coffee tattoo beer sounds be like a great time and then lush and yeah. then cattle touch you if you come I'll you'll give you. people little yeah, arm massages up. so you can i'll give you a really solid arm yeah. massage see come on up win 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 you get touched by cat yeah. you get some ink yeah. get a beer be what else day. do you need? I will be there. I'll be there not representing anyone but myself. So. <laughs> you're, you're just representing yeah. you. Doing you. Yeah. Yeah. I'll represent the V-spot. Yeah. Heck yeah. See? I'll be there. I'll, um, I'll give you a friendly high five. I don't want to give you an arm massage. I'm no longer paid to do that. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe if you offer arm massages. Up at the event, people will pay you, and then you can make some pocket money to pay for that tattoo. That's true. <laughs> give me ten dollars, and I'll give you an arm massage. There you go. There you go. I'll bring my own little thing of charity pot in my back pocket. It'll be great. Perfect. Oh man. Well, great. Maybe if we see some local people there, we'll uh, give us give us a shout out. Say hi. Yeah, come say hi. Yeah, we'll be. The ones at Lush and or mm-hmm. tall one awkwardly Just in a corner. Around. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be around. Come say hey. Hey. Great. Hey. Well then, um, next wait. Yeah, next week's gonna be the really cool episode. I'm looking forward to everyone hearing. Yeah. Too. Yes. So Yes, me too. The next two weeks are gonna be good episodes. Big deal. Big deal. That's, that's us, twenty twenty. We're a big um, fucking deal. Yeah. And then we'll go back to just yelling. <laughs> well, that's what we do. Yelling we have to. We can't have everything be all good all the time. You know, you have to pepper right. in us bl- blithering on for an yeah. hour or so. so. Yeah, you're right. You're totally right. Uh, yeah. And you can listen to old episodes at the vspot.fm. Um, both good yeah. ones, good interviews, and us blithering on. You pick. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's the weekend. Maybe play the V-Spot drinking game. Do it. Not before you get a tattoo, though. After, if no, you want to do that. Not. Yes, That's after. fine. After. When you're home, not driving. But, right. Right. Yeah. And then if you want us to have all good episodes and not blither on as much, uh, throw us some money over at Patreon.com. And maybe <laughs> yes. we'll uh, do more cool, important things. <laughs> yeah. May. But maybe may. not. We're unpredictable, so... Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Great. Well then, until cool. next time, friends. Yes. Goodbye. Mm, bye bye. Bye bye.